0: This is Christy with the Laugh or Cry podcast. And I got to tell you that I have been watching the toxicity TikTok. I guess some of it's watching, mostly it's hearing. And there's so many people are like, oh, it's some of the wives. Oh, it's the catfish. I honestly believe it's McKelty and Tony. And I'll tell you why. Because some of the videos... You can actually, they don't even cover up his voice. You can tell it's Tony. Unless they have, there's some other person that's got the same inflections and pauses and stuff that Tony has. And they put the, like, the filters so you can't really hear. But some of it sounds how McKelty sounds. And some of it sounds like Peyton. Because I listened to that three-hour interview he had last month. And his pauses... And the way he would say things, it it's just like one of the voices. So I think it's the kids that live in Utah. Because the alleged cease and desist letter was from Utah. Uh, so it, it's got to be the kids that are living there. Aspen has been on it. Um, gosh, uh, the one that got the surgery, she was on it as interviews. So you could see McKelty, and these I guess are from McKelty's Patreon account. I don't know. So, regardless of who it is, there's things they've said that make sense. So, I give it some credit. Again, these are my opinions only. This is for entertainment. So, one of the questions they asked last night. Is Cody courting a woman from Guatemala? The person answered, no, if he was courting a woman, it would be someone closer to home. Just kind of micking how they talk. Uh, yeah, that makes no sense. I don't. I don't. Some of these rumors that are out there, there are people taking as fact, are insanity to me. Um, why would he court a woman out of the country? Firstly, let's say he has to divorce Robin and marry her for a green card marriage. Do you really think Robin is going to put up with that? I don't think so. Um, so none of that made sense at all. Do I think he's maybe looking for another wife? Possibly. He needs income. This show, if it gets canceled, I think a big bunch of his income is going to be dropping. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Another video asked about the nanny and the kids. And somebody answered that they get prep meals. Robin does. And it begins with an N. They thought maybe Nutrisystem. So somebody asked, do the kids eat Nutrisystem? Nutrisystem. Whoever answered, no, the kids don't. There are other people that cook food, and there are other prepared food they can eat. So, yeah. So, evidently, Robin is not much of a cook, and I think we've seen in the show, she definitely is not much of a cook, because all she would do is, like, relish trays and got upset when she thought Mary was going to make a turkey. Hilarious. How is Grody dealing with Christine dating? This is actually viewers asking these questions. The person responds, he's not happy. I think he's really focusing more on Truly and acting like he's concerned how it's affecting her. But I think we all know what he's worried about. His failures. I'm telling you, if you could hear this impression I'm doing and listen to these TikToks. Oh, I am spot on. And honestly, we know that. We know the truly is all just the red herring. He is really bummed that a he's got three wives now allegedly that have left him and one he basically kicked out the door, Mary. Janelle, I am certain he didn't think Janelle would ever leave. And Janelle is the one that took care of all the money. So that's got to be a little creepy scary for him. And just the ego with Christine leaving, that had to be a huge hit to his ego. All right. Someone else asks, who prepares food? The nanny? Uh, yes, sometimes she does, but they also, uh, a lot of, uh, not Lunchables, but similar to that, like pre-prepared items, more convenience items, Not really like junk food, but pre-prepared. And I get that. When I was young, when I was a kid, I mean, we had the Hot Pockets. We had that kind of stuff, like microwavable food. I get that. But, you know, hopefully there's a little bit more meals than that. But, again, I ain't going to judge her how she takes care of her kids in that cult-like fashion. Okay, someone asks, those kids are going to turn out like those poor kids on Platteville. I've never seen this. I don't know what it is. They are not going to be, not going to be, know how to live in the outside world. I think they meant they're not going to know how to live in the outside world. Well, actually, we know Mariah from Platteville and Olivia and Ethan, and we've talked to the other siblings, but don't know them as well as Mariah or Olivia They're extremely nice people, but it's another example of how fucked up it is to be a child or young adult on television and have your life filmed. You can't give consent when you're underaged. It's up to parents. And when you mix TV with religious nonsense and cults, it is so damaging. So damaging. Again, I'm not getting this exactly verbatim, but pretty close to what they're saying. I think the point of this TikTok uh, page, channel, whatever you want to call it, is they are keep drilling the point of the kids are being the victims here because they weren't able to give their consent against their will. They were forced to be filmed. They're not getting paid. Only the adults were getting paid. So it's like it's showing a lot of the child labor that's being abused. That is the biggest focus I think I've seen on these TikToks is they're drilling home like, hey, these kids were not treated fairly. They were not paid what they were deserved. They weren't asked for to even be on the show. They couldn't give their consent. So that's a big point that they're trying to make and how it's damaged some of the kids where they're under scrutiny constantly. There are uh, people that don't even know them. Maybe even threatening them. I mean, that is kind of fucked up. Someone asks, Does anyone in the family want to write a book about their experiences growing up in the family or the public eye? There may be one or two kids that have considered it, but there are definitely two wives that are considering it or maybe doing it, maybe currently. I don't blame them. I would write everything I could. I would have it already written so when the show ends and, uh, you know, if they have uh, non-disclosures, if that's past the period time, but publish that book immediately. Good for them. Because, A, if they're not getting money, if this is kids and they're not getting money, yeah, I'm all for them doing cameos and TikToks and Patreons to get some money. They were screwed. Alright, so, someone else asked, by local, going back to the Guatemalan, that, that they said they would actually, let me repeat re- that, they would uh, date someone closer to home, someone local. So by local, do you mean white? Just asking. They respond, all that I'm going to say about this is if you Google the AUB and how they feel about people of color, you'll probably find your answer there. Big shock to no one that a religion cult that is in the middle of the country, pretty much all white population, I imagine, is a big chunk of Utah and Wyoming and all those places. Yeah, I I imagine there would be a lot of racism there. I believe they would definitely frown upon interracial dating and marriage. Doesn't surprise me at all. In fact... I'm surprised that they acted as cool as they did about two of their kids coming out as LGBT plus. You got to add the plus or people get upset. Uh, did they do that for the cameras? Gwen said in one of her posts that the show tried to get her to come out on the show. Uh, yeah, basically using them as puppets, and she declined that. Is that what happened with Mariah slash Leon? Probably. All right, so someone else asked, he's focusing on Truly, the same Truly he only saw twice since Christine left? Maybe I should be more clear. By focusing more on Truly, he's acting like he is concerned about Truly, but I think he just kind of feels justified, like he's concerned about Truly, whereas his ego wouldn't allow him to come right out and act upset about Christine moving on. He can use the the shit about Truly and act like, I guess, that he is a good dad and kind of keeps up the facade that he's a certain kind of person, but yes, it was a hit to his ego. He did not call it off with Christine, and he's too egotistical for that. Dude, I'm pretty sure we all thought that. We did not think that all of a sudden he was going to be Mr. Dad. I mean... If you look at the early, early episodes, Logan was the dad. Logan was the one getting up before the adults, making the breakfast, getting the kids ready. Logan was the dad when Cody was, I don't know, in somebody's bed that wasn't at his house. So Cody was just, he was just a little figurehead of a dad. He just showed up. He was like, the picture dad just somebody that showed up for the group photos but i think logan and some of the older kids were more the hands-on parental figures so they weren't even allowed to be a kid which is so so sad and i think again this is what this tiktok is keeps going back to someone asks i know he punch in the air don't feel bad for him at all i don't know what that means They say, something about Cody is that in the tell-all is all that he feared is poverty. But if we're being honest, that is not his biggest fear and certainly not his only fear. His biggest fear is not being in control. Bingo. I think we've all thought that. And what is the thing that can make you feel the most out of control? Your wife leaving and you not being able to do a goddamn thing about it. Something else that he is not in control of is the public perception of him, and I guarantee those things frighten him way more than living in poverty. But it makes him sound like a real rich man if he says his biggest fear is living in poverty. That's another way of him trying to control the narrative about him. But his biggest fear is losing control. Bingo! I have been saying this since day one. Anyone in this kind of religion where it's a patriarchy and the man is the head of the family. And this is most religions, if we're being honest. This is most religions. Uh, but the man is the head and everyone, uh, he's the supervisor. It's God, husband, family. Uh, I see that so much and I want to throw up. But those are made to keep the woman weak. To keep her under the thumb. Not let her think for herself. And what would be worse than the woman coming out of that and leaving and saying, See ya, I'm out. So yeah, I've always said that's been his biggest fear is losing control. Because he's losing control of the family, losing control of the wives, losing control of the pocketbook strings. Uh, One of his big fears to become irrelevant is, I guess, a question. They say... Cody goes to gun shows. He holds classes sometimes about gun safety. The show wasn't even enough for him. Even knowing that the general public is not a fan, he still uh, continues to put himself out there because people treat him as a celebrity. Okay, this is hilarious. When they see him in person, no one's rude to him. Everyone is like, you're blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. And he eats it up. He doesn't need to go to gun shows or hold classes. He doesn't need to do any of that for money. He does it for recognition. And I don't even know because it's painful to watch. A little bit, it's painful for us to watch. I think I forget around what season it was. It was a few years ago. The the TLC was going to drop the show. And he went in there and renegotiated. So for whatever amount of money it was going to be, I'm just gonna throw a number out there, like let's say it's two hundred thousand an episode per person, and I that might not be right about that at all. They went, as he said, "All right, okay, okay, we'll take that as our entire salary. So all five of us will split that two hundred thousand an episode, and that sounds like a lot of money, but think about how many episodes there are, and of course they'll get uh, probably royalties when it's repeated." maybe uh usually that happens but it's a lot of money but they have gone through a lot of money and they seem to have shitty credit and they seem to go through bankruptcies a lot uh Cody's name can't be on a lot of stuff because god if he was on every house that would be his name on four houses and who would want to do that uh somebody said it's called a narcissistic personality Pretty sure he and Sob and Robin are sociopaths. I don't know about sociopaths, narcissistic, possibly. Uh, this person answers. I don't think either of them are sociopaths in the clinical sense. I'd say that Cody is a narcissistic personal has narcissistic personality traits, but I think that Robin is lumped in with him because she has stayed with him. But truth be told, because I have seen Robin cringe with some of the things Cody has said and done. I think when they first got together, their personalities matched together well. But he was a different person back then. He was much nicer and more accommodating and a better partner. And sometimes now I think, oh my God, I think that Robin might be miserable. I don't think she even likes him some of the time. I think that there is so much still in her head from being in this cult for as long that she sees an obligation to stay, feels an obligation to stay. This culture breeds weak-minded women to look at their partners for direction and answers. I feel like she hasn't found any, her strength yet, but I feel like it's coming. I kind of, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think from watching the episodes, I think Robin was definitely an instigator in some of the stuff. I, you know, with like the hiding that he bought the dress. Now, did that really happen or did TLC make that happen to make drama? I don't know. Christine seemed very upset about it and very upset about the kiss. So I think there's quite a bit of truth to that. Uh, but Robin was not guiltless in all this. I love that she acted like, oh, he kissed me. I'm like, bitch, you leaned into there. And if you've got these thousands of dollars in Victoria's Secret debt because your legs are so long, bitch, I've seen your legs. They are not that long and they make jeans for longer people. And even if that is true about the jeans and Victoria's Secret, how many pairs have you bought for it to be thousands of dollars? I know what you've been buying. And I think your customer knows what you've been buying. His pencil is staying wet with you. He hasn't made some of the best mean quotes ever. The knife and the kidneys. Everything I've done. All the sacrifices I've made. He, I don't think he knows what a joke he is. I hope he does though. I hope he really does know what a joke he is because we feel that he is. Last question. Janelle would not do this. She has too much class. I'm thinking they're meaning do the TikTok. Too much class for what? Sharing your abuse? Setting a false narrative straight? So, very defensive. Which again, I don't think it's the catfish. I don't think the catfish would go to all this trouble. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, what's the end game. There's no money necessarily in it for them. All this is about them. And a lot of it seems to revolve around the kids. Which makes me think it's the kids that are putting this on. And as they should. Good for them. Wouldn't it be great if they have built up this audience? Because, gosh, how many followers do they have on this TikTok? It is... They have over 127,000 followers. And this TikTok has not been up that long. So let's say, Devil's Advocate, that they go on and after the show's done, say they have done these books, these whatevers. What a great marketing tool. Here are 127,000 people that may buy that book, even if a fraction of them did. That is amazing money. So they're not dumb if this is the kids doing the TikToks. And it, let's be honest. That's a young people's game. So it probably is. Uh, The catfish. You got to talk about... These are people in their 50s. I mean, there are people in their 50s doing TikTok. We've seen Madonna. May I say no more than that? But I think it's really... I think it's definitely Tony McKelty and probably the other kids that are living in Utah. So all this to say, Cody's little world is crumbling and I love it. He is a horrible human being. This is one of those shows I love to hate, but I don't love. I don't love the show. I hate the show, but I love watching it. It is literally that train wreck that you can't look away from. And I find it fantastic. I bet they probably only have one more season left. I bet they'll continue this season. They filmed it, but that doesn't mean that it won't get canceled. Will they go on to do an after Sister Wives? There's a rumor going around that that's true. I think that's a lot of fans hoping, but I don't think that's actually an accurate, true statement until I hear it coming out of one of their mouths. But, okay, so I'll play this tick tock a tickety tickety for you. It'll be on my computer, so hopefully you'll hear it okay. This is the one uh, Christine did the other day. Oh, technology worked for me. Car confessions. Okay, so oh, I just have to tell you, I am dating someone exclusively. <laughs> He's wonderful and romantic and so kind and everything I've been looking for. Incredible with Truly. I'm just, he's absolutely a dream come true, and I'm so excited to show you guys pictures and everything in a little bit. Right now, I'm just keeping him to myself, though, and I will let you guys know a little bit more information later, but just, ah, so excited. Well, I hope you could hear that all right. So, she's dating somebody. Now, don't be like, oh, my God, but she just left. Think about this. This has been a year. She's been gone over a year since we saw what we saw. So the last recording we saw, which was what, December, the last episode. Uh so it's been a year since that, if not even earlier. So it might even be close to a year and three months since we saw her leave. So year three months, year and a half, something like that. So yeah, I guess she that's a good enough time to get back on the horse again. I really worry about dating somebody immediately and getting serious because, girls, we all know, rebounds, you know, this might be a rebound. And two, you know, is this guy really in it for her or in it for the fame? You've got to worry about that stuff if you're in the public eye. Are they really here for me or are they here for what I can do for them? And that's got to be hard. And, you know, that's got to be what the kids are expressing here as well is like, Their world is upside down now and is it all for them or is it all, you know, an illusion? So I wish them, well, I hope this is them and I hope that they're doing a great marketing ploy to be able to get, you know, a a book out there and market it and make money for themselves. Make that change, you know. Uh, They are, I think, all the parents except for Robin are on Cameo, I believe, Probably Peyton, definitely um, McKelty, maybe a couple of more are on Cameo as well. Cameo is a thing, it's like a little website that you can find all these celebrities and you can get them to give you a personalized message, maybe like happy birthday or what have you, for X amount of money. I think Cody's is $99. Somebody thinks a lot about themselves. Mary's is a little bit more, but of course we knew she would. Uh, the rest are pretty reasonable amounts but too funny and then Patreon McKelty is on that and I think you can get on that for like $3.99 a month for hers to get like the basic package if you wanted to do that or you could just go on this TikTok where somebody else has bought it and is seeing that or that she's putting up well thank you so much for listening to the Laugh or Cry podcast uh, this talking about the uh, toxicity TikTok Uh, If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe. Uh, You can go to our Patreon if you want to get exclusive things that aren't always going to be found on other forms of media. Uh, Thank you so much for watching, and come back and see me again.